Hey, this is Dave Pryor. Welcome to Leading Agile Sound Notes. This is a different kind of a podcast. Usually we focus on specific uh, aspects of transformation or questions people have submitted in class or basic tutorial stuff. But this is going to be a podcast focused on what it's like to work at Leading Agile, especially when you get started. So um, we've got two people have, have taken time out of their day. Um, Betsy Lehman and Matt Smith, and they're both fairly new to the company, and I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves in a moment. But what we're going to talk about is what it's like when you get started at Leading Agile, and we're also going to talk about some of the different ways that we refer to the people that, that work with clients, because that's going to be important for this conversation as well. So uh, thank you both for, for taking time out of your day. Betsy, do you want to go first? Tell us a little bit about how long you've been here, what you did before, and what you're doing here at Leading Agile. Hi, so yeah, this is week six for me with Leading Agile, and I am a expedition lead, and before I joined Leading Agile, I spent about seven years uh, doing agile transformation work for large companies, so um, uh, three different firms that kind of had very different approaches. And now I'm really excited to be able to bring all that experience to the people that I'm working with at Leading Agile. Okay, cool. Thank you. And Matt? Yeah, hey, Dave. Uh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate you folks reaching out and providing the opportunity. Um, uh, for Leading Agile, I facilitate the role of a transformation lead um, on one of the larger accounts within, within that Leading Agile is currently holding at this time. Um, prior to coming here, I was uh, director of technology with uh, DirecTV and AT&T, and I was responsible for the continuous product um, uh, evolution and, and delivery for uh, the DirecTV.com space and, and provided products that many people are familiar with, such as DirecTV Now, uh, the NFL Sunday Over the Top um, experience, and, and much of the digital streaming. So very excited to be here and be online. I've gone through several agile transformations myself, and it's really great to come over and work with a uh, a company of like this that uh, that really has it together. Cool. Thanks for having me. Well, we're glad you're both here. Um, so, can you explain the difference between the transformation lead and an expedition lead? And I know we also need to talk about an integration coach because those are. I mean, when I did it, it was just you were a coach and you would do transformation, um, but these are very kind of focused roles can you can the, can the two of you explain how they how they work how they work together okay so I, I don't mind jumping in and I, I think you know when you look at this it's one of the things that that leading agile do and, and Mike and Dennis and, and the team there um, they've been able to define what agile is at scale and you know if you just go back over and, and you check that out it's, it's creating the governance uh, and it's defining the structure from a team perspective and then ultimately following up with metrics and tools and I think when you keep that frame of mind right there that you can kind of break down those specific roles. So use three ways, at least in my mind, to look at this is that generally we see things, you know, from a structure or, or an organizational perspective at the portfolio level, at the program level, and then say at the team level. So typical on many engagements, what you'll find is a transformation lead is, is shared with an executive or a high level senior manager within that client's organization. And they're focused on leading the, trans, the, the transformation or the transition from a portfolio perspective. And they're responsible for many of the expeditions that roll within that or roll up into that, that area from a program and team perspective. The expedition lead is generally focused on one, maybe two expeditions that they're leading the transformation of a program or a set of products 
teams at that point right there, that are in that space right there that they're looking to bring through. So they work hand in hand with the transformation lead to ensure that um, you're not just executing in the model, but you're leading transformation as well. An integration coach is someone that's typically peered with uh, an expedition lead. And what they do is they're focused on the program backlog and then facilitating those those backlogs, creating those kanbans, those structures, instituting those those pipes or the connections into the team's backlogs as well and standing those up. So the integration coach is sort of working with the product owner or somebody who's playing that kind of a role, getting the work ready to be done. Correct. Yes. Ultimately creating that program backlog to make the work visible, okay. to provide that clarity, right? And um, and you're talking and about the work of the transformation or the work of delivery? Or both? Uh, well, it's the work of it's the work of both, right? And that's where you, you sit on a fine line right there in these roles of is, you know, we're here to lead transformation, obviously, and um, execute our model. It's a very distinct point of view that you get acclimated to rather quickly is uh, in these roles, you know, we clearly want to, we clearly wanted to facilitate, you know, uh, all the activities to, to reach our outcome-based plan, but um, it, it's hard not to, you know, get involved and kind of roll up your sleeves with the customer for a while because you got to fully understand that experience. So yeah. um, it helps, I think, in those roles is that let's get in here, help you build that backlog, let's help stand up those teams, let's help get this integration you know, um, basically the system of flow from teams or from integration team down to product teams. And, uh, and then, you know, kind of doing a, this is how I do it, you know, and then this is how we do it together. And then we're going we're gonna to help you do it yourself and then coach you along the way. That okay. Sense. Okay. So, so Betsy, how do you define expedition? Cause a lot of people so, may, if they're not familiar with our model, like how would you explain that to somebody brand new to it? Sure. So an expedition is the journey that we are taking these teams on so that they're able to hone their skills and to learn how to better, I guess, kind of better deliver is the simplest way to put it. There's a lot more to it than that. But it's the challenges that it's going to take in many cases, six, nine, even 12 months for the teams to complete this journey. So that's one of our most important roles is to really help them visualize how that expedition is going to go, how we can break it down into the separate treks. So we're not going to do it all at once. And um, we do sometimes have a party here and there to celebrate that we've made it to the next base camp. And one of the other things that's really important as part of um, these roles that we serve in is that we do create a transformation leadership team. And that's part of the team of our clients and we guide them very carefully and with a lot of um, care and feeding to make sure that they're able to lead what's happening within their teams. And we very purposefully help the leadership pick those people that are most excited to be going on this journey and are really there for their teammates. And they're really going to help them to understand you know, what's happening, where we're going and, and um, how it's all going to turn out okay. Okay, so you're helping them create. I mean, I've talked, I've done a lot of interviews with Mike where we talk about having um, kind of the ecosystem that can support it, and that that's a big part of it, right? Is finding the right people and making sure that the internal leadership is set up to manage itself when you guys walk out the door eventually. Absolutely, and and that they get very comfortable in not just 
how we're approaching the work, but how can they help other people understand it, both within the organization and without, and then really empower them with communication practices, metrics, and knowledge of the system that we're using so that they feel very comfortable with what they've learned. And then when the time comes for leading Agile to depart, um, hopefully they're going to be sad to see us go, but they're not going to feel like they've been left on their own. Yeah. And okay. And hopefully the, the change will sustain itself after you're gone. And I've, I've worked at a lot of places where we got them stood up. And then as soon as the team and I left, it all went back to the old way. And hopefully the change right. is lasting a little bit longer. Okay. Um, I'm curious to hear from both of you, like you've, you've both been here um, for not too long a time. And, and I'm wondering how is this different from like coming on board at Leading Agile? Has that been significantly different from some of the other places that you've worked doing transformation or, or helping them kind of get set up? Uh, and initially what will hit you is that it's structured, right? There's a systematic approach to the actual systematic approach that, that Leading Agile has to, to provide or they actually sell. Uh, so when you when you come in the door, it's it's refreshing to see even through the recruiting process because they give you so much homework, you know, access <laughs> to go through. There's videos to watch. There's you know they they obviously vet you. There's a couple tests to take, right? <clears throat> Personality profiling, et cetera, which I think is wonderful. And and ultimately, you know, they hand you a few documents for you to read. And, uh, you know, for those out there that want to come here, I highly recommend spending a lot of time. In those videos documents and then you know if you're like me you're gonna you're gonna want to know more right yeah. and you get out there and you start you get on youtube or you go to the website and they start to break it down of oh my gosh so wow look at these guys really got it figured out and that was what hit me you know in the beginning of they they did it you know like wow um you know being part of this community it was i was uh, to be honest with you i was a little frustrated that to find out that someone else did it but then i got equally <laughs> um even more excited right that um these guys actually have reached out and they want to talk to me as yeah. someone that could represent this point of view and this um and, and then take it forward and be successful with it so that structure being there is just amazing and then when you get here um and you have access, they, they send you your computer, you go through, a, you know, at least in my opinion, a, a very nice onboarding process from HR. And um, you're provided access into what I would call the virtual library. And you, you walk in that virtual library and you look around and my jaw just drops. It's like, oh, my gosh, this is just amazing. So it's been thought out. Um, there's it's, uh, it, it's uh, the methodologists have done, I think, a fantastic job. And, and then ultimately you, you have that help when you need it. Okay. So Betsy, what about for you? Yeah, I would kind of say ditto to all of that because the, the knowledge that's here is not only is that, um, you know, unique and intense and deep, but everyone's willingness to share it with you. They're so excited that there's someone new that's joined the company and that wants to, you know, has the same, shares the same excitement, wants to learn. And another piece of this for me was that I'm actually a pilot on a new onboarding class that we went through for four weeks. And so it was kind of in our off time, but that was, that was okay. We were all excited about it. And, and when I say, you know, we learn from the source, I mean, literally the founders of the company took our cohort through um, from A to Z, you know, how did they develop this? Why did they develop this? What works? What doesn't? And the most incredible part about it is I really got to know them. 
And I have to tell you right now, I've never worked with a company before where I got to know even my manager or that person's manager in the first four weeks, let alone, um, you know, the chief um, executive officer. And though I always get Dennis's title wrong. Um, chief methodologist. They just, He's the chief methodologist. Thank yeah. you. And and so it was just, it, it really was, um, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. And, and I do completely agree on like take the time to read um, and to watch the videos. And also along the way, I've received a few referrals or um, suggestions on books to read. Yeah. And those were really helpful. I think I got one or two of them in audio so I could get through those uh, quickly before my first day. And, and all of those recommendations, it was all worth the time. It was very well spent. So this is, you both mentioned something that I was, I was hoping we could talk about it because it's kind of a double-edged sword. I'll start with the one that, that Matt brought up first. Um, there is a way that they figured out to, to get transformation done. And for me, that was one of the big draws to, for me as well. Like, oh my God, they actually have a plan. Like somebody, yeah, it's, it's more than we're just going to show up and make you agile. Um, and I was really excited about that. But this is a place where when you come in, you, this is what we're going to do. Like we have a model and that's not, something that everybody takes to. We've had people come in in the past and maybe, you know, they just weren't a good fit or whatever, but they just wanted to coach the way that they coach. And this is, I mean, I'm curious to see if, if this is a message that was kind of fed to you guys, but I, I came under the impression that you come here, you're going to, this is how we work. We have a way. Yeah, I was definitely prepared for that, um, primarily from the website. So just, okay. the, you know, out there in the, um, and, and I, was a, I was aware of leading Agile before I was interested in coming to work here because they, I always hit them so often in my own searches. Okay. And so I was following them on LinkedIn and, and already reading a lot. So I was familiar with their, their public website and it was excellent and it really explains it well. And, but then you're absolutely right. You know, you get here and it's, um, it is laid out for you and it, there is, you know, an A to a Z and you're going to figure it out. But what's, a, so great about it in my mind. And again, having gone through this onboarding, I learned a lot of this firsthand is that because it's business case based, and that's something we don't talk about a lot when we're talking about the expeditions and those other um, cool analogies, it's, they really want to make sure that when they come and start to work with a new client, that they're going to be able to serve the client's needs and that the model is going to fit. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know statistically. I don't know if anyone else does. How often do we actually turn down um, work? I don't know if that really happens, but I know I, that I know that it does happen. It does happen. Okay, good. Because I know that the client is going to be just as prepared as the new employees are. It, that this is what we mean, and this is how we're going to do it. And uh, okay. and I, I really. I really felt like I had a strong understanding for that um, coming into it, that I was going to need to adapt a little bit to it, but I can definitely say it does not go against anything I've been trained or certified or experienced in what I do. It's just very logical. And like I said about how you want to be able to leave behind, you know, clients that understand how we work. Yeah. It's very possible that you can do that. It might not be easy, but it's very possible. Okay. For me, I always say to be like, this is not the right company for everybody. Like I was excited that there was a path. Um, there are people that come in and they, and they want to absorb that approach. There's other people that come in and they're like, no, I just coach, I do my thing. And they're not really a great fit. 
um, you do have to understand that there is a defined approach to doing the work here, right? Yeah, well, that was made very clear for me during the interview process, at least in my experience and with the folks that I did interview with. Were, they were very specific on what they're looking for. Uh, you know, they asked some very good and driving questions. And I think when they they look at you know your your answers that you provide, either written or verbal, and then how you kind of score in, in the testing model, it's, it's they generally believe that you know they, they've either found or have not found the right candidate. And then it's just vetting them through. But it was it was made very clear to me that this is specifically what we're looking for. This is what we're not looking for as well. Yeah. If you have these tendencies, then this probably wouldn't be good. And Vera was very transparent, meaning that we should probably cut these conversations okay. short and, and then move on. And then that's fine. Um, now, you know, for me, it works out and, and just, you know, thrilled to, to be here and be part of something like that. Um, you know, and I've had, uh, a, you know, people in, from my past, they, they've reached out and say, hey, you know, I help me get a job there. Right. Or are you hiring? And you know, you, you have to look at those folks and just say, <laughs> you're not really of course, you know, of course you're hiring. And I think immediately what comes to mind are the people that are like-minded from their own perspective that you've worked with in the past. I think, oh my gosh, this would be a great place for them because you're very excited once you get here and you look around and you start to really sink in. You say, I can't wait to go talk to this person and that person from my past and say, hey, these, these guys really figured it out. And I want to share this with you. And then they get very excited because you're like-minded, right? And that yeah. helps drive those conversations of people. But on the other side of the coin right there, I, I have discovered that I've had to have some very honest and open conversations with not only people that I've worked, have worked for me or even I've worked for in the past that have said, hey, you know, I, I'm looking as well. And I just had to say, I, I don't believe this would be a good place for you. And of course, that drives the other questions of, you know, of why, and you yeah. just kind of have to break it down in simple terms that you are a culture person first, or you, you see culture as the way to drive transformation, or you believe that you can go get training and, and certification and prove transformation. And, you know, all those things that, that Mike lays out or Mike Kottmeyer lays out specifically in, in his video of why agile fails, these people believe in, right? Yeah. You believe in all these things that ultimately have been proven not to work or you're let's start with teams first and give them, you know, everything and everyone they need, but let's not put the leadership in place or the systems or structure in there and watch them fail. So, you know, it's real easy to say, Hey, you know, you are like-minded, you get it. Um, You've been through some battles and uh, you probably be a good fit or you, you probably won't. And here's the reasons why, but but that's good. That's a good thing actually. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. So I'm curious to hear about the onboarding. This is the other thing that I wanted to ask you about, because I, I was working with a guy last week who was telling me that he's watching hours of video every day. <laughs> so what kind of time suck is that? Like, and, and is it worth it? Is it helpful? Oh, yeah, it's, it's great because we're very good at using the tools that we use for the onboarding. And so everything is very well organized and it's easy. I, what I've liked is I've been able to go back and repeat some of my class time and understand maybe in a little bit more depth by thinking through things and asking a few questions, maybe looking some things up. So I have to be honest, I spend a lot of my travel time, um, whether I'm just hanging out at the airport waiting for my next flight or um, an evening in my hotel, where that's what I'm spending my time doing. And it's, I don't think it's 
overdone or too time consuming. I actually think it's the exact opposite, which is I have the resources that I need to support the things I'm going to going through each day, the things I'm working on. And then when you kind of do get that quiet moment and you reflect back on, you know, something that was confusing a week or two ago and wonder, hey, if I really work through that, do I do I get that concept yet? I know almost right where to go. It's a little confusing sometimes, but I know where to go um, to go look up that answer. And I think that really helps because not that everyone isn't helpful and and really willing to take the time out to answer questions. But it is nice when you can be a little bit self-sufficient and independent with that in the first, I'd say, you know, four to six weeks when you just feel like all you are is a bag of questions. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, Matt, did you have to go through the onboarding too? Or, I mean, you mentioned, I know you mentioned you kind of studied up on this stuff. But did you go through that process as well? Oh, I did. I was part of the inaugural class. So it was OB01 was that what that <laughs> class was called. And they've since gone on to the second one. So, yes, and, and our session went five weeks. And and that was fantastic, and I I, I echo the, the thoughts that uh, that Betsy's provided because it was just that. How often do you get a chance to actually hear from people that actually created it, and and get their purview and their and their their honest to goodness uh, upfront opinion? You get you get to see it and hear the words come out of their mouths, right? So and that's really cool. And really, what and there was no wavering of what you'd seen in video or what you okay. had read on a white paper or somewhere else. Consistent. It, was, it was very much the same thing. And so um, for me and my experience was I did so much research before I got on. And to be perfectly honest, I was intimidated, right? You're such a structured approach that they figured this out. Read as much as you possibly can, right? So when I was transitioning into leading Agile, I was just, you know, just overwhelmed with, you know, making sure that uh, – I was reading as much as possible. Now, from an onboarding perspective, you know, as soon as you get hired, uh, HR is quick. I mean, I believe you have a leading agile email address within two hours after you sign the paper. Oh, wow. Um, you have a laptop in your doorstep within a day or two. Uh, things are moving. An expedition has been set up for you personally to go through. You start checking the boxes and going through it. And within there, they even start driving towards, here's the field guide. You need to read this. You need to read all these things. And um, it was very supportive and helpful. I've, n I've never seen anything like this ever so in my career. Of, of Good. No, I've just, I've never seen anything. It, it, it's it's second to none. I, I, wow. Um, you know, and I guess folks can debate, you know, if they work for this company or that company, but I've never worked for a company where I've, I've seen people just literally trip over themselves to help you. But That's it's awesome. Been, it's been fantastic. Yeah. That's great. So did you feel when you got on site with the client, did you feel like you had either enough information or access to enough information to actually speak to the leading agile approach? Cause I've been on at a bunch of consulting companies where it was like, you know, you sign the contract and they send you a laptop and a plane ticket. And then like three weeks later, you're still trying to figure out, you know, one, how do I get paid? But two, what does this company actually do? Right. What's the point of view? So from my experience, uh, I, I did enough to where I thought I could come in and represent my history from leading agile and being able to look in the rearview mirror was a very powerful tool to say, um, although I may not have been with leading agile for very long, or even this is my first day, but what I can tell you client is that let me explain, you know, give you a couple personal stories here from my past really quick about 
if I would have used this point of view and align to this this type of thinking, then you know, I, I my joke is that I think I would have saved years of my life at this point right now of worry. Um, nothing worse than building you know transformation content while you're trying to do transformation at the same time. And I think that's what you're saying is that many consultation companies fall into that. You yeah. know, get in, d- develop everything, and then you know you're supposed to act like you know what you're talking about all the time right here. You don't have that here because of the it's it's been you know 99% i would say thought out you're always going to have those variables right there but at least you have a community around you that's going to listen to you as you go through those obstacles right there I, one of the recent new hires that had just come on board a couple of weeks ago and actually was a personal referral of mine um pulled me aside and said if if you can't be successful here you you have to be an idiot because look <laughs> at what they've done and, and i mean it just made me laugh so maybe that sums up uh, maybe that, that's that's the soundbite you want right there that's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, our new tagline. <laughs> if you can't make it here, you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> cool. That's great. I mean, it's great praise. And I know that they worked really hard on um, tuning this up. So it's great to hear that it's it's having that kind of impact. So, so uh, one more question for you both. Um, are there, if you were speaking to somebody like a friend or somebody who's thinking about working here, like what kind of advice would you give them or what things would you clue them into so they don't get surprised along the way? Um, you know, cause people who listen to this, they're, they're theoretically, I hope considering applying for jobs. So what kind of advice can you give them now that you've been through all this and you've gotten onboarded? Yeah. My, my advice kind of revolves around the fact that I am new to traveling So I've traveled for work before, but I've never been a road warrior. And so one thing I would say in a a way that sort of sums it all up is that you take some time off (laughs) before you you arrive and and really make sure you sort of get your personal life in order. Because one thing I didn't expect, and, and I've started, you know, a fair amount of new jobs before, usually that's almost like a downtime. Like it's very quiet in your life for maybe two to four weeks, you know, while things kind of ramp up and this leading agile engagement for me has been the exact opposite. So it was, it was really important for me. And and I have to tell you, I, I received this advice from other people before I started was, it was important for me to be able to go home on Thursday night and know that I was going to get some work done on Friday, but then I was really going to take the weekend to re-energize yeah. and that I wasn't kind of going a mile a minute at home and um, and I wasn't in the middle of any you know projects there or trying to do a lot um, in my downtime. I, I would say it's gotten you know quickly kind of back to now I've, I've got a new normal. Um, so it's not like it, it's going to affect my life forever, but, but it was important that I was expecting that, that everything we're saying is you're going to, you're going to learn a lot and you're going to be going at kind of a hundred miles an hour at first. And so you got to be ready for that. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Um, Matt, what about you? Well, I'd say, you know, Hey, welcome to leading agile. We're glad you're here. Um, you're going to walk into a room with some of the smartest people that you have ever met in your entire life that have a background that will blow you away. Okay. So that would be the first thing to <laughs> to tell folks that you're going to be working with people that have held, I mean, some prestigious and high level positions in the industry for many years that are now signing up to lead expeditions for leading agile because of the point of view and the methodology. Right. And success obviously attracts other success. Right. So you're going to walk through the door and the first thing you're going to realize is that, um, wow, there's some really smart people here. Um, the, the, my advice is, is please be humble. 
be patient and you know drop your uh drop your ego if you have one at the door and just be open and transparent because um never have i ever been able to see this type of talent sit in one place at one time and have everyone maintain uh a, a sincere amount of openness transparency and respect for each other to push this thing further yeah and what i've noticed is that there's people here that are truly working for the betterment and the greater good because they realize that if you're successful here that sells success somewhere else so there's this type of industry it's an amazing it's emerging and there's so much out there for people that aspire to 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 be to take advantage of what we offer um so yeah i i believe there's a lot of customers out there and, and it's important imperative for us to to all get together and be able to to be um to be humble and, and respectful in, the, in this community because it goes a long way. Yeah, I feel like I, I just to echo that, I feel like I'm surrounded by people I can learn from. And I, and like, I'm really excited for the offsite in January because I know there's so many new people that I haven't gotten to know yet that it is just like an amazing, an amazing room of people. You know, there's not, I guess to echo your, if you can't make it here, you're an idiot. I would say there's not an idiot in the bunch. Like everybody here is brilliant. And I'm excited about every chance I get to learn from these folks. Um, well, this was great. I really appreciate you taking time out to do this. So if Betsy, if people want to get in touch with you with some follow-up questions, what's the best way for them to do that? Oh, uh, sure. It'd be my leading agile email address. So it's Betsy.layman. L-A-Y-M-A-N at leadingagile.com. All right. And Matt? I, I would say email address as well. And, uh, and, and I'm, you know, it's funny. It's like you don't know your cell phone number. You don't know your, e your email address. It's when you ask for it, right? And, I know your email address. And, I have it right in front of me. <laughs> Matt you have it in front Smith of me. It's, 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 it's here. It is. It, it is. It's Matt. Dot, so it was either Matthew or Matt. So, yes, Matt.smith at leadingagile.com. Cool. would be the best way and or you know go on the company website and you'll see all our guides right yep. if you don't want to talk to me you can talk to anyone else our, our contact information and linkedin and twitter feeds and all this stuff is there as well and i will um, include that in the show notes for the podcast as well for the folks so thank you so both. i'll give that advice too in anyone coming in um, make sure you get your picture updated quickly <laughs> <laughs> on the website awesome. yes. you, you don't want that conversation so. yeah, I'm so, I, don't know. I think my picture has been updated to, oh you mean send in the picture yeah well, uh -huh. also yeah, I was, I, and I didn't I run into that personally, plan. but I was warned heavily that this is something that you want. So, you know, yeah. you want faces to names on that, on that website. So get your picture. Cool. All right. Well, thank you both very much. This was great and good luck. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Dave. Appreciate it.